0: Welcome to the Confident Feminine Body Podcast, a place of healing and transformation in your relationship with your body, food, and fitness. I'm your host, Elizabeth Marbury. I'm an intuitive healer and coach and founder of our Confident Feminine Body Program, where I help women build their self-worth from the inside out, free their voice, and love the sexy skin they're in without diets, deprivation, and self-sacrifice. Think of this podcast as your empowering and fun self love guide where you'll get real time advice and tangible tools as we navigate this body and food freedom journey together. Let's dive in. Hello, everybody. Welcome. Today I have Cher Kretz. Cher and I met. On Clubhouse, if you've been listening to this podcast, you clearly know that I love Clubhouse. It's been a really great way for me to connect with people that maybe I would have never met before. And Sharon and I were in the same room and we gravitated toward each other. And I think one of the reasons why we felt so connected is we're both mamas, we're both coaches, we're both podcasters. And we both keep it real about how challenging parenting can be and being a business owner and and working and all the things. So Cher, welcome to the show. I'm so happy you're here. I'm so glad to be here. And you're right. I just felt immediately like, well, you know what?
1: this woman is right there along the lines of what I'm thinking about. And I just have to reach out to her. So I'm glad that uh, we started chatting and I'm glad that this is happening right now. It's wonderful.
0: Yeah, I'm so excited. So will you tell everybody how you got into work around teaching parents and kids, the focused mindset. So share has a podcast you guys called parenting with a focus mindset. It's wonderful, supportive podcast for parents. And yeah, share, tell us how you got into this work.
1: Well, I've been a school counselor for, believe it or not, feels like forever and, and not even a day because I love doing it, but it's been about 15 or 16 years that I've been school counseling. And in that journey, I've been able to work with preschool all the way from elementary clear through college level. And, uh, and every single level, I was in middle school for a while. And there was a common trend that I began to see. And that is that I wasn't very often able to reach into the home because I work in a school and my clients are the kids, which is exactly what I should be reaching is the is the kids and then, you know, reaching in and talking to the parents now and then. But I started developing this belief that wow, you know, sometimes the things that I might say might be amazing, but in some arenas it can be completely undone the moment that they walk in the front door of their home because it's the parents' mindset that needs a little shift. And, um, and so I started doing parenting classes and I started doing workshops and I began to realize that I love working with parents and I love helping parents say, you know, this is the real place that I'm at. Where can I, how can I move to that next level? And how can I give myself a break? And how can I give myself some, some time to myself and all of these questions started coming up. So I said, you know what, I'm going to develop a podcast about it because what better way to take all of these experiences I've had, let alone the experience that I've had as a parent and, and be able to give back, you know, cause my kids are a little older. I have two that one in college, one that just graduated and then a 13 year old. So as that journey progresses, progresses, I look back and say, you know what, there's a lot of things that, Uh, that I can give back. So that's kind of where that podcast came into play. And then I decided to move on to coaching because people say, do you do anything in the summer? Can I get together with you on the off time? And so it just started kind of developing and I love it. So that's why that's how it all came about.
0: I love it. So can you tell us what is the focus mindset? Like, what does that mean? And how can we start to implement it?
1: The focused mindset is when on purpose you choose how you're going to walk about your life. And I teach something called um, choosing your vibe. the meaning that you, uh, that you think about your values. That doesn't mean your values, maybe the big, big values. It could just mean the value for that very day. Today I'm in a value piece. Today I'm going to value um, making sure I'm productive, whatever it might be. So you think about your values. And then I is to look for, be interested, be interested in everything around you rather than being so interested in in what you know, being interested in what other people know and asking your kids questions, this kind of thing. B is to be bold. Every single day, do something that's outside your comfort zone. And E is enjoy the journey. And that acronym came to me when I was first starting to develop uh, this whole uh this whole company this business and it started to be a staple of of telling people you know what you can choose your vibe you can walk into the next place in your life and if you're ready to have confidence you can choose to step into that situation of confidence and see what difference it makes on the other side maybe you weren't confident and you can talk yourself out of it but why you know why do that so um so it kind of is it's it helps me a whole, whole lot. I, now it's like every single morning. That's my journal ritual. And come to find out, it's helped kids. It, it overall, your mindset is so very important. So the focused mindset is based in solution-focused therapy. If anyone knows what that is, um, it's a it's a specific type of therapy where it teaches people how to find exceptions and then. Glean on that in order to um, bring that into their current situation, as dark as it might be, in order to walk in towards the light rather than continue to walk in darkness. So that's where the focus mindset came from is that we can focus on what we choose to and move forward in that in confidence.
0: I love that. And I love vibe. I love that so much. And I've been talking so much lately about how to raise your vibe. So how cool. And I want to ask you as a mom that has a five year old and an eight year old. And we've, we had talked about this before that, you know, I've done a lot of inner work and healing. And there's times when it is dark, where it's hard. And I get this voice in my head of, I'm just not a good enough mom. It's, it's, it is that voice of scarcity. And I'm able to identify that it is a, a belief, a mindset that is not working for me. And I'm just curious, how would, how do you recommend if someone's in that place of feeling like as a parent, they're not, they're not doing a good job or they're doubting if they're doing a good job or they feel like what they do is never good enough for their kid, or they're trying all these things and nothing ever works. What is a mindset shift that they can embody that would be supportive to them?
1: Yeah, it, well, I mean, even before we get into that for every parent to know that exactly what you said is what every parent feels from time to time. And I think we forget that because we get so much into our space that we forget that every single parent is raising a human being that has a mind of their own and they have their own ideas and their own experiences and their own challenges and their own uh, things they need to work on that will be lifelong learners on And giving ourselves a break in that of saying, yeah, this is what parents go through helps. But I would say that a practice specifically that um, that can really place you in the mindset that you need to be in that next moment that you need to face is to take a minute and reflect upon a time when parenting was going well and something an experience that you had with your child that was just wonderful whether it be when you read them a book at night or they were responding to your parenting or they ate their dinner completely and you were in front of maybe this, a time when they made you proud and you take a minute to fill yourself with how that feel felt and what what was it about that feeling that made you feel empowered as a parent? What was it about that moment that you embraced and that it was precious? And then with that mindful activity, then you say, you know what, what can I take from this feeling I'm feeling right now out into the world right now? What, how can I, even if my child has not acted lovable all day long, how can I show them the type of love that I showed them last night when we were reading a story or something like that. And so sometimes, you know, that's, that's something that we need to glean on the times when things are going well in order to place that back inside of us and then give it back out. And sometimes it works beautifully. And other times we go in and go, I thought I told you to clean your room. What the heck is all of this? You know, and you still fall apart. And then that's the time when you say, well you know what? We're, we're human own up to it. The children aren't going to see you be your best self all the time, because that's completely unrealistic. And then start again, you know, that's what enjoy the, and just begin that process again, knowing that you've been given these kids for a reason, not because you're perfect, but because you're perfect for them. And that's, that's just really how I think we can adjust and how you can adjust right now. You're in the thick of it. I mean, five and eight, Holy moly. They, I, I, Oh, wow. I mean, I bet you there's times when you're going, Oh my goodness gracious kiddos. (laughs) I so
0: appreciate you saying I'm in the thick of it because I totally feel that. I totally feel that. And I'm getting so emotional over here. It's such a relief to, to get that validation that I think that's what we need as parents, right? We need to know that we're not the only one who has those thoughts of, gosh, should I have even done this? Am I even equipped to do this? And those shadows, those thoughts can feel so scary. And it is so, this is what i this is why I love doing this work, this podcast and talking to you is like, when you can free your voice and be honest about your experience, it really... It's so healing. And for you to reflect back to me that it's not just you, every single parent has had these thoughts and it's so normal. And I love the tool that you just shared with us. And it's interesting too, how it kind of is congruent with the work that I do with the women in my program too, because so many times in personal development work, we forget how far we've come and so I love how your tool is kind of like remember a time when it was working well, when you did feel connected. And I use that tool with my clients as well of like, what what is shifting? You know, what is shifting? Maybe it's a small thing of... I didn't berate myself when I spilled the coffee on the counter. Normally, I would have just attacked myself, you know, like, oh, gosh, I'm so stupid. I'm so sloppy. And you were able to quickly shift and and not speak to yourself in that way. I mean, that is a win. And I feel like the more that we can practice celebrating our wins and noticing what is shifting, what is working right – it's not the toxic positivity it's not the oh yay you know i i notice wins and everything is a win and that's not what it's about it's about building that that sense of confidence of i've i am making progress and noticing the shift and celebrating those wins and then i love i love how when you were describing that example of like remembering you know reading your kid a story and how you felt that connection when I was remembering that personally, just now I felt all these warm fuzzies inside. And, and that, that is real. Like I feel that in my body and you're right, that is going to impact how I would go out and be in the world because how we are in the world, is just a reflection of how we feel inside.
1: It is a reflection of how we feel aside and inside. And more than that though, It's, um, it's how we're going to present ourselves to our children. Because when we, uh, when we, it's so easy sometimes for us as women to present our best self with our group, with our, with the people we're coaching, with the people that we're working with, with the people in our workforce, even maybe with uh, our friends, you know, and then are we presenting the person that we want to be to our children? And then challenging ourselves with that. So it's not all about like you said, the toxic positivity is, you know, I'm great, I'm wonderful, you know, everyone. No, as a matter of fact, it can be very real to say, wait a minute, I actually didn't present myself as like I could to my child. And, and then what do I need to tweet? What, what can I change just in the very next minute? It doesn't have to be like a lifetime of, of stress on your shoulder of like, oh no, I failed. It can just be like, huh, okay, I noticed that what's the little thing I need to tweak and then let's do that and then see what happens. And then, wow, I think I got a little bit different result. All right. Pat yourself on the back, you know? And, and that's so important for us to do because that on the other side of it, we run into parents that are all about being the queen of their home. And it's all about me and someone tries to share something and then they're like, what you know, I'm all that, and that's also can be just as detrimental because it's you know you you need to kind of be like you know what there that I'm growing with my kids, and every new age that they're at is a new opportunity for me to grow because they're not staying the same they're they're changing and I need to change with them so that's all part of how important it is that we. You and I both just keep on working on our mindset and help others do the same
0: because it makes a huge difference. I love that. I love that so much. And let's kind of shift gears into how mindset applies to health and fitness because Cher shared with me that for many years, she didn't have any kind of fitness routine until was it recently? It wasn't that long ago. I mean, in
1: the scope of your lifetime, it was not that long ago. I mean, it's been five years now, but you figure the majority of my adult life, I was actually truly freaked out about doing anything physical. You know, I sang in high school, this type of thing, but I used to get made fun of for how I ran. And I had an experience once that a coach saw that I was, uh, I I should be on track. I just remembered this. So I guess that means I should share it. Um, And she saw something in me and said, you know, I'm going to put you in track. And then when I ran the track, I forgot to take off my jacket. So the air was blowing in my jacket. And no matter how hard I ran, I kept getting further and further back. And I, and I lost that race completely and never went back to track. I just left. I just quit. And one day the track person came to me. She must've kind of the lady, whoever was in charge of it in junior high and said, you know, the only reason that you, uh, you lost that race was because you had a jacket on and the wind was blowing through it. And I, it never even dawned on me, you know, so I had many mindset problems of being like, oh, well, I guess I'm no good at this. And then one time, uh, about five years back, I thought, gosh, I don't, I'm not really healthy. I don't, I can't really walk up a mountain with my kids and without getting winded and I don't eat healthy. Uh, maybe, maybe there's something about eating chocolate every single day of my life that maybe is, maybe I need to consider that. And so I just was considering it and I thought I can't even think about becoming a workout, someone that works out like that's ridiculous, but I could try it. You know, I can, I can put some of my own practices that I tell the kids to do and I can practice what I preach and I can try it. So one day I got my workout gear and I, drove into the gym and I was excited about it and I parked and I looked at all the people walking in and I drove right back out of the gym. I didn't even go into the that was my first experience. So fail. And then and then the not next
0: today. time right
1: not today. Nope. And then and then the next day I went in and I tried something and I gave it a shot and I thought okay you know what what how about eat some vegetables and how about how about try some other healthy stuff and wait a minute maybe I need maybe a protein shake before I work out. And and I decided to give it a year. And after that year, I realized my body feels so much better. I And surprisingly, my mind feels better. Like there was that connection that I began to realize that I'd never really considered before between living healthy and your mind being healthy and feeling as though, uh, I don't know, you know all the terms, like, I don't know, I guess it's endorphins or whatever it is that just kind of puts you in this balanced place because you're living in a healthy space and you're allowing your body to work for you rather than against you. And it's been a journey to, to do, but it's, it's changed my life. And now I have during COVID, I was able to work out with one of the ladies that was at my, my fitness place. And then she did some working out at home and, you know, and, and she was one of those, she's really helped me a lot where one day she, I, afterwards we were chatting and she goes, you know, you really are good at working out. And I realized that that sounded like another language. Like she could have been speaking Japanese to me. I'm like, good at working out. No, I just show up here and fumble around and do my thing and leave like good. And then I drove home and I was like, this was long after I had done my podcast, you know, and I'm in and I I thought, wait a minute is there a possibility that this whole time in my life, I've been lying to myself and telling myself that I'm not good at working out when I actually could be good at working out. And I like had this moment of like blow my mind, like, wait a minute, I I need to change my mindset. And that was probably about a year ago. And since then I'm like a different human, like seriously, like my kids are like, who are you? Like I wake up every single morning and I love working out and And, uh, and this last weekend, I was hanging out with my mom, we were having a big family gathering. And we were playing capture the flag and, uh, and I used to never even play, I just sit back, oh, I'll just take score. So when I stood up to play, they're like, you're gonna play? I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna play. I got picked last because you know, we do the whole picking teams and stuff. Then we played second game, I got picked second. They were like, she's kicking butt. We had to so go. Like, and for me, that was the hugest win that I could have. I'm like, you know what? You guys haven't seen me since pre- before COVID. And you know what? It's a different share walking in this uh, game right now. You know? So I just really think that our mindset is important. But when we find it now, I'm beginning to learn, you know, like you've probably known for years that when we're in balance with our mind and our body being healthy, that's like the perfect scenario. So that's what I've learned.
0: Yeah, I love that so much. And I mean, and I want to say too, everybody has healthy means different things to different people too. I want to say that because I think along the lines of mindset, one of the things that was a huge game changer is the reason why I was working out because back in my twenties, I struggled with disordered eating and I had a really unhealthy relationship with exercise where I use exercise to balance out the food I ate or to punish myself for foods I ate or to anticipate a food I was going to eat or There was always this sense of I'm exercising because I'm not good enough. And so for me, a huge mindset shift was actually completely for me, I had to 100% let go of my external body changing in any way which might sound really extreme. It doesn't
1: at all. I can completely identify watching my daughter because I think I I mentioned to you earlier that she was a competitive synchronized swimmer mm -hmm. and she was at the national level and it was intense. And she has explained to me what you explained to me so well, where she's like, I have to completely separate myself from that world because it's not healthy for me. And so, yeah, I totally feel you.
0: Yeah. Cher and I were talking earlier about how as a, growing up as a competitive dancer, I was taught from a really young age of, you know, you only do it if it's going to be perfect. And if it's not perfect, you risk losing everything. And so I've had to really unlearn those stories. And yeah, so for me, the empowering thing, so I do a daily walk out in nature 30 minutes a day. And I don't look at how many calories I burn. I, I I do kind of like to see how far I walk, but I don't have a goal or anything. Um, And I go out there simply as a, I call it a love letter to my body. So I'm just checking in with my energy level. I'm checking in with my mood. How am I feeling today? I'm, Oh, I'm feeling a little down. I'm feeling a little off oh, I'm feeling really inspired. I'm feeling like I want to think about my business right now or whatever it is. But it's kind of like my time to check in with myself. And as a mom of two kids and two businesses, I discovered that I needed to get out of my house and have actual physical space. But just that mindset of walking for my mental health, doing movement for my mental health, and for pleasure, for pleasure. Yes. That is what keeps me coming back because a lot of women say, Elizabeth, I struggle with creating a consistent fitness practice. And then we're able to kind of dig up their motivation behind it. And it's based in fear. It's based in scarcity. It's based in Um, off of a worthiness wound. And so that is like a shadow that needs to be cleared before I I could give you a strategy as to how to create a daily movement practice that you love, but that's not going to stick unless you clear those shadows and those limiting beliefs and those stories. And I love share how you shared that belief that you had running about yourself that you, oh, no, I'm not the person that works out, that's good at working out. I'm not right. the person, you know, I think that is so powerful because we subscribe to these stories about ourselves and we think that there are truths. And then you realize, oh, my gosh, this hasn't been my truth all along. It's this For me, not-
1: it was huge. It was for me. That was huge because I just really had cemented that into my way of living is that like I'm not any good at that. In fact, the whole time I've been working out until this last year, um, for for four years, I was like, "Oh, I'm really kind of bad at this, but I'm doing it anyway." That was what I would tell myself, which isn't unhealthy. But then this last year, I'm like, "Maybe even that needs to be tweaked," you know. So we keep growing. And uh, and I was thinking when you were talking about enjoyment, enjoyment of just getting out in nature and loving it. And I had that same sensation with vegetables. I'm like vegetables are delicious. What was I thinking? I, why was I not eating any vegetables all these years? You just add a little spices and, oh my gosh, this is, and then someone will come and be like, hey, I grew some vegetables in my garden. I'm like, yes, yeah, I had them my way. This is like the person that you, if, you know, seven years ago, you would have talked to me and i have been like, oh yeah, vegetables. Mm. And I'm thinking in my head, I probably haven't had a vegetable in weeks or maybe months, you know? And so it's just super duper, encourage, it's, it's amazing the mind that we've been given. And it's amazing how we can take steps forward in, in any walk of any part of our life. If we choose to and say, I'm going to see if I can take a step forward in this rather than stay planted. Who knows what will happen? You know, who knows, just give it a shot and see what happens.
0: Yeah. And it comes back to the focus mindset of living your life with intention and not going on autopilot and not, laying down and saying, okay, I guess these are the cards I've been given and, and becoming victims of our own circumstances. It's like, it's so empowering to know that there's, yes, there's so much in this world that is out of our control, but wow, like our inner landscape and how we relate to ourselves and show up, we really, we can, we can continually play and experiment and learn and grow and, it's not fixed. It is, there's that growth, growth opportunity all the time. It's just, it feels great being a lifelong learner, but sometimes we get
1: stuck and we just don't even notice it, you know, and I'm sure that many of us have areas of our lives through COVID that just were stuck (laughs) and, and what better time, you know, moving into the next season for us to just uncover those and challenge ourselves to take one, just one little step forward and see what happens and who knows where it'll lead you. So, um, I yeah, love
0: that. I love that and giving ourselves compassion when we get stuck because it's inevitable. Yeah. It's inevitable. We all get stuck. So I love that. So share, I know that we could talk forever and ever, but please tell everybody where they can find you and all, all of your resources.
1: Well, the podcast, like you mentioned, thank you, Parenting with the Focused Mindset, that's on all platforms. And I put out uh, every single week, I put out a podcast, um, either speaking to someone or something that a story that I want to share from counseling. I think that's part of what makes my podcast interesting is I try to change the names and then share a story from a child because Sometimes we don't know what a child goes through, and it helps us. Uh, it helps us really identify with the journey of growing up. And and then uh, my my website is thefocusedmindset.com where I have tons of solution focused resources. I put out uh, a letter every single week, every single month, just kind of like talk about the things that I've learned, give resources. Right now, I have a free kids journal on my webpage at the focused So anyone that wants to go on there, they can get a free journal for their children and, um, and yeah, that's that's the place. And if anyone wants to hit me up on the social media, I always put under share the focused mindset and that's share my name, C-H-E-R. So it's share the focused mindset. And then like you, I have an incredible um, Facebook group of people that we can chat called Solution Focused Families. It's been going on for a while and we really challenge each other. So um, your listeners are welcome to any of those
0: spaces. Absolutely. I love it. And we'll be sure to put all those links in the show notes so people can easily find you. And if they want to get that support, because it really, we don't have to do this alone, right? We can do this together in community, reaching out and connecting and share and is just so lovely to connect with you and I know our listeners are going to be served by this message in this podcast. So thank you so much.
1: Well, thank you. I mean, yeah, I, I just love your energy. You're just awesome.
0: I'm so glad that we're, we got to know each other. Next, <laughs> next time we'll have
1: to host a room
0: in Clubhouse, right? <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. So, so much more to come. Yes. Thank you, everybody. Elizabeth Marbury, and I want to thank you for listening and hanging out with me today. Join our free community of brave soul sisters who are crushing it on their journey to body love and food freedom by going to confidentfemininebodygroup.com. That's confidentfemininebodygroup.com. And be sure to download my free gift while you're there. I'd also love to hang out with you on social media. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Elizabeth Marbury. I am sending you so much love today and always. See you next time.